This podcast represents the opinions of your host, Jose Caraballo, and his guests. The content here is for informational purposes only, based on your host's personal life experiences, and should not be taken as medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider for any medical questions. Always seek the advice of your physician and other qualified mental health provider with any questions you may have regarding medical condition or mental disorder. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast or read on any of our associated services. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back to the My Enriched Life podcast. The podcast that offers you simple strategies for living a more fulfilled and enriched life. This is episode 25, which possibly is the end of season one. We have seasons now. Yes. Why not? Right? Okay. What are we talking about? Well, I'm nearby the condo collapse. So we could have a moment of silence for those that we lost there. Um, difficult times for sure. Tornado warning today in our area, at least. I'm sure making it difficult for the um, for the rescue mission. Um, so prayers, well wishes to everyone. Um, of course, feeling for their loss. I live in a condo myself, so it's a little bit scary just to think about the poss- the possibilities at this point. It kind of changes the way you think about something now that that's an actual possibility, right? Now we're a little bit more vigilant, a little bit more cautious and curious about what can happen, how we deal with things. Events like that change our perspective. They just do. Okay. So I've been working, um, working hard on sprucing up the website. Go by there, check it out. A lot of changes happening. Um, adding some products very soon. We're working hard during the summer to do summer slash fall release, do some live trainings, um, have some digital products as well. Everything enriched life oriented, of course, um, and completed by me, your host. Okay. So let's jump in for the topics of this week. Let's see what journal entries I have for you this week. So these are ideas for blog posts that I had, which I may still post, but I want to share the ideas with you. Um, These are all related on some level. So the blog post was going to be titled a lesson in cheesiness. And the idea was that you have to start from somewhere. Even if it's cheesy, you have to start. Many people hold themselves back because of the perfection syndrome, right? Because they want everything to be perfect or as good as the things that they've seen out there. And sometimes you don't have the experience nor the means to meet that criteria. 
Start anyway. And start even if it's cheesy. If it's meant to not be cheesy eventually, it won't be cheesy. Um, if it's meant to be cheesy, then it's cheesy. But you got something done. You got something going. So the lesson, of course, is if you have to be cheesy, be cheesy. But be. Be active. Get something done. Stop thinking you have to be perfect to get anything going. I know we've talked about this probably more than once before, but definitely worth repeating because it's an ama- it's a it's a it's a major topic. It's a major topic for many of us that just don't start. We don't start on what we want to do. We don't start on what we want to create. We don't start on those things that we have in mind that keep burning inside of us that want to get out. We don't let them out because of very easily overcomable things. Just start. Okay. Um, so let's see my next entry here. So don't forget, okay, so this is for those of us, let's say, that have started, but, or for those of us that don't feel like where we are, where we need to be in life, or where we think we should be in life, um, don't forget that there may be a reason for things not having taken off for you yet. You're thinking, what possible reason could there be for me to not be more successful than I am? Well, okay, you you might not be ready for that level of success. Maybe you have to improve your product or your message. You may not be able to handle blowing up yet. I remember an interview when the those hangover movies were popular um and i remember i think i remember an interview with zach galifianakis which he stated that if he would have been that popular or that famous 20 years before he would not have been able to handle it like the fame that he got out of that movie he wouldn't have been able to handle 20 years earlier He needed some level of maturity to be able to handle that. If not, he would have gotten off the deep end. So there might be a reason. That's not a reason for you to stop. Not being where you think you should be is not a reason for you to stop doing what you're doing. I don't want to hear that. Okay. So now that we're talking about kind of celebrities and... And people in the entertainment industry. So this is a little clip of an article that I read by one of the members of Run DMC. An old rap group that I used to love back in the day. But I was a youngin. Um, This was, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this was DMC himself, not Run. If you know anything about the group, you know that there's two of them. One's Run, the other one's DMC. Uh, You know, do your rap history thing. Uh, This is just a quote that I read when it says, when I look back, it all started when I was looking for my confidence, he says. I didn't need alcohol 
when I was 12 years old, sitting in my bedroom, writing just rhymes in my notebooks. It was fun. There was no pressure of, man, I got to write this rhyme. I hope it'll sell. When you have expectations, that destroys. So DMC got into, from what I remember hearing of the story, DMC got into a a little stage in his life where he became uh, highly suicidal. Um, And he is kind of talking about the pressures of performance or his expectations versus when he would just have fun writing his raps. Okay. Um, And he started drinking in order to feel more confident, which when he was 12, he didn't need any of that. Why did he need that? As he got older, his confidence dwindled. Um, And that's based on expectations. He didn't think he could live up to his expectations um, when he was older. When he was 12, he didn't have any expectations, so he didn't have any pressure to live up to anything. But I thought it was a, an interesting article, number one, if you can find it. Um, I don't know that I have the link, unfortunately. Um, but read up on his story. Um, he got very depressed for a while there. And it was because of a lot of the loss that he had had when he lost a lot of his fame. And the expectations. Expectations can be highly toxic. If used properly, maybe motivating. If used improperly, which is very easy, easy to do, very toxic, very detrimental, potentially very detrimental to your life. All right, moving on. Let's see, I'm going to read this and then We'll go from there. Look at the whole package of where you are versus where you have been. Don't cherry pick your comparisons. The fact that you have accomplished something and you have an idea to do something is very different from what you had in your life before. So this was me writing to myself, talking about... I can't just cherry pick one little segment of what my life is today versus what my life has been before. You need to look at the whole thing today versus the whole thing before. You can't cherry pick your comparisons. And this is especially true of when you're comparing yourself with someone else, assuming that you can't control that, assuming that that's something that you do. Don't cherry pick. Don't cherry pick somebody's success to your failures. If you're going to compare, compare what you have versus what they have and see and look for the good in both sides, do a pros and cons. And, you know, those are very, um, how can I say? It's a very difficult game to play is what I think. But we tend to cherry pick our comparisons to say, oh, you see, I'm not where I need to be, or I'm not at that level, or whatever it may be. We don't do fair comparisons, and sometimes we don't do those fair comparisons even in comparing our own life before and our own lives now. Do not cherry-pick your comparisons. If you're going to make a comparison, make a fair one. 
All right, here's my next entry. If I had hung all my chances on being a success on how much I looked like someone else or what other successful people look like, I would have been screwed. At some point you want to, and this is my issue with modeling behaviors or modeling success. So yes, there's a, to a certain extent, you can replicate some of the stuff that's being done out there in order to succeed, right? But if you hang your hat on that, on how much you can be like that next person, that's a, in my opinion, and this is my opinion on my show, I think that's a recipe for disaster. I really do. For many people, it works, actually. For many people, it's, it's just horrendous. Hang your hat on who you are, not on how much you can be like someone else. I think that's a more longevity type approach. It's a it's an approach for longer term success. I think it's a healthier approach to be the most of what you can be versus how much you can be like someone else that succeeded where you want to succeed. And that's a whole conversation that we can have. Yeah, come by the discussion group if you want on Thursdays. Um, let's get on a podcast together and let's talk because that one's super interesting to me. So I would love to have a discussion with someone, an intelligent discussion about that with someone. Okay, let's see what else I have here. Oh, so the idea that people tell you they have, that you have changed, like it's a bad thing, right? And that they have been, uh, they have always been the same. They've never changed. Well, that's not a good thing either, right? You're supposed to change as you age. You're supposed to mature over time. I got accused of having changed in a very critical fashion. Oh, you've changed so much. Like, it's such a bad thing. I've always been the same. Well, 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 it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, I changed. Thank you. That was the point. You've stayed the same. I'm sorry for you. There's a there's something that there tends to be, um, you know, that you stayed the same regardless of your situation. Um, and there's a certain point of pride for many people for that. But some people don't. I mean, I don't know why one has to be better than the other one. It is what it is. So I added to that, the idea may be the reverse, that you that staying the same is the actual issue and changing is what you're supposed to do, which is what I just said, right? Is changing such a bad thing? Like, really? Is it such a bad thing? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, so this is a little story I thought it was interesting. Let me see if I could kind of share it on the podcast where it's understandable. I saw a person in traffic that was let in by a car behind them, right? So somebody behind them let them in, in traffic, but then they were cut off by a car in front of them. So they were let in, but somebody cut them off, right? There was a decision to be made here. Or better yet, the driver made his 
made his decide his decision to shoot a birdie at the offending car instead of thanking the car behind him for letting him in right so at the point that somebody lets you in in traffic but then you get cut off in traffic do you focus on the person that cut you off or do you focus on the person that let you in think about that for a second and I think this is a way, this is the, the rest of the entry. I think this is a way to set up your life. If you focus on the offenders, what does your day or your life look like? But if you focus on the agreeers or the people that do, you know, the allow things from you, what does your day look like then? So if you focus on the offenders, you'll always be shooting birdies. You'll always be angry. You'll always be offended. If you focus on the people that let you in or that are kind, um, you know, representative of, of course, being kind, being understanding, allowing you to get in front in line, you can pay attention to appreciating those people versus getting so angry at the offenders, right? Both things exist, but generally speaking, you're going to be more angry and pay more attention to the person that cut you off than pay time and attention to the person that let you in. And that is, you can fix that by design. You can make an effort to focus on the appreciation that you have for the person that let you in and not focus that much on the offending person that cut you off. I hope that was clear. Again, if it's not, feel free to send me questions. I'll be happy to answer them. It's a decision we have in our lives to focus on the offenders or on the non-offenders. Okay, so another entry, and this is just a, a, you know, a random idea. It's the idea of expanding your life instead of trying to climb in your life, right? Where was the you know, proverbial corporate ladder, um, social status, just climbing, right? The idea of climbing, moving upwards what about expansion right i think an enriched life would fit more in expanding your life and thereby climbing as opposed to just focus on climbing just an idea just something to pique the curiosity so here's just a right uh, saying that i was gonna uh, make for a social post one time and it's just stayed in the idea phase and this is the last entry by the way for the for the podcast for today and maybe for the season so most experiences offer the possibility for you to enrich your life the struggle is finding and then accepting that so most experiences offer you the possibility to enrich your life just like the situation with the car, the car that let you in versus the car that that cut you off, there's a possibility to enrich your life there. The struggle is in finding and accepting and choosing which way to go with that. Which way are you going to go with these things? Which way are you going to choose to move with most of your life experiences. Are you gonna focus on the offenders or are you gonna focus on the people that actually help you and support you 
and fill in the blank of whatever other word you want to put into that. Okay, so a little bit of housekeeping. I should be starting to add interview podcast episodes with people. Um, so you won't just hear my voice. There's going to be some authors, some other coaches and trainers, uh, potentially some other mental health people. Um, just things to, um, how do I say, well, not to be redundant, but to enrich this podcast a little bit, have some variety, exchange ideas with like-minded people, and for your for your benefit, for your listening benefit. So we'll see how that goes. Provide me some feedback as to what you think about the interviews or the interviewees. Um, who, if there's something body specific that you want to see interviewed on the podcast, let me know. That might be interesting as well. I'm still gonna do my one-offs, my one-on-one, or my, you know, alone sessions. These are my personal sessions. But I'm going to bring in some people as well. Okay. Remember that you can support the podcast. Make some donations. If you find any of this valuable at all, you can send some stuff my way. A couple of bucks, a couple of cents, whatever you want. Um, all these things are done and paid by me. My time, of course my experiences, which I'm sharing, my ideas, my thoughts, my deepest, darkest, probably not my deepest, darkest, but you know, a lot of my deep thoughts I'm sharing here, and I hope you find some value in them. Okay, so let's call this the end of season one, episode 25, and we'll be moving to episode, sorry, to season two, on the next episode may or may not be an interview i can't guarantee it yet um but i am gonna try and we're gonna change the format a little bit i hope you enjoy feel free to get in touch feel free to support us on the podcast go to the website get involved get in touch and i'll speak to you soon have a beautiful beautiful weekend bye-bye Oh, and I almost forgot. Please don't forget to love, inspire, and heal. Thank you.